Welcome to The Joyful Minimalist. I'm Kate Wolf, the host of this life-changing podcast on all things minimalism. My mission is to inspire you to say no to all the unimportant crap so you can say yes to more of what lights you up inside. This weekly podcast is about so much more than letting go of the physical stuff cluttering up your life. It's also a journey of self-discovery, of learning how to define the things that are truly essential in crafting a richer, more meaningful and joyful life for you. And then giving yourself permission to let go of the things, tangible and intangible, that aren't in alignment with that bigger vision. If you're not sure what your ideal life even looks like, don't worry. I'm combining my 15 plus years of coaching women with my experience of being an essential minimalist to bring you the same tools and mindset hacks that have transformed my life and the lives of my clients. So come join me for a wild ride of having less and loving it. Hi, thank you for joining me today. This is my very first episode of The Joyful Minimalist, and I admit it's uh, been a little nerve-wracking, but I'm also super excited to be here with you. You know, for more than 15 years, I helped women transform their health, and while that was very rewarding, I knew deep down I wasn't fulfilling my real purpose. I felt I had a deeper calling, a bigger impact to be making in the world. And it did take me some time to get there. And the last few years really amplified a theme that's been running through my entire life. And that is living more minimally and essentially. That's why I'm here talking to you today. And that's the change I feel compelled to bring about for us and the planet. Now, most people, they have an idea of what minimalism is, you know, having less material stuff. But if you mention essentialism, I get kind of a blank stare and a quizzical turn of the head. You know, it's like, what? And if you haven't heard of it before, basically, essentialism at its core is about actively making choices every day that allow you to create the life that you want. It's about you being in control instead of someone else. And when you combine essentialism and minimalism together, you have a powerful approach for creating a more meaningful, purpose-driven, and joyful life. Now imagine having less stuff, distractions, anxiety, frustration, and replacing it with more time, money, freedom, adventure, and joy. Less is more in this case, wouldn't you agree? Now, synchronicity, it's such an interesting thing. It has a habit of showing up when we're on the right track. At least that's been my experience. I came across the book Essentialism by Greg McEwen at the precise time when I was putting everything together in my head about what my life experiences have taught me and how I wanted to share that with you. And he nailed it right on the head. He said, what if society stopped telling us to buy more stuff and instead allowed us to create more space to breathe and think? What if society encouraged us to reject what's been accurately described as doing things we detest, to buy things we don't need, with money we don't have, to impress people we don't even like. Boom, mic drop. Now, his book isn't directly about minimalism, but when you create a life by choosing to choose, you know, I guess it's inevitable that one follows the other. I think that's why so many of us are unhappy, though, you know, to come back to this whole idea of minimalism and essentialism. 
we keep trying to fill the void by, I think, having more stuff. We're drinking more. We eat to excess. You know, we do anything to keep our minds off of the emptiness that I think many of us feel. And I've been there off and on throughout my life. You know, when I'm not living in alignment with who I am and what's truly meaningful for me, I go into that place of trying to fill the void with something. Now, what has made me so passionate about all of this is that, you know, I really have been a minimalist, I guess, my entire life. I didn't think about it that way until more recently as an adult, but I've been living this way my entire life. My father was in the United States Air Force. And after retiring from that, he worked for a company in Saudi Arabia. So I've been on the move pretty much since I was out of the womb. And I'm not not joking. I mean, I've been on the move since I was about six months old. And then after leaving home, I continued to travel and live abroad. It just was in my blood. As a part of doing this episode, I actually counted up all the moves. And it was a total of about 30 in six countries, five states in the United States. And I changed schools 13 times by the end of high school. You know, that adds up to a lot of moves. But you want to know what the most important thing is that I learned from being on the move so much? I learned the value of not acquiring or holding on to crap that I don't need. I'll tell you what, it was a great training ground for becoming a minimalist. When you move around that much, you don't want to be boxing it up and moving it somewhere else. And, you know, if that wasn't enough, I moved into a van for a few years. That really sharpened my ability to let go of stuff, I can tell you. I was living in Atlanta, Georgia, but I didn't feel connected to the place. And I really needed a change of scenery. You know, I needed a big adventure to light my fire again. I just just felt flat, but I didn't really know where to go. So I did what any self-respecting nomad would do. I bought a van. I converted it into a tiny house on wheels. And I hit the open road in search of the next place to call home. I didn't really set out to, quote unquote, find myself. Not really. You know, but that journey over the course of three plus years really did teach me a lot. It helped me discover more about who I am and what I'm capable of. You know, and in thinking about moving into the van and and, and why all of this ties together, the preparation for living in the van took my idea of living minimally to a whole new level. You know, I sold or gave away most of my belongings and put what remained in a tiny five by five storage space. Now, I let go of a lot of stuff. And I was already a minimalist, well, at least for the most part. And there were things I had collected from my life abroad that I I didn't want to part with. But overall, I felt the experience really freeing. It was really liberating to just let go of all that stuff. But I have to admit, there was one possession that I didn't want to part with. It was this huge wooden Buddha. And he just made me feel so peaceful every time I looked at him. But he was huge. He was like four feet by five feet, and he weighed a ton. Trust me, I tried to figure out how to integrate him into my van. I really did. I was like, can I put him on the ceiling? What? Where can I stuff him so that I could just keep him with me? But I, but I couldn't. And in the end, I decided the best thing was to let him go. So I took a picture of him in the thought of maybe, you know, blowing it up one day and putting it on my wall. I admit I cried when I did that. But I know it was the right choice to make, but it was really hard. And my whole point is, you know, in sharing this is that, you know, sometimes when creating massive change in our lives, we have to do things that aren't comfortable. You know, that's where the real growth happens. 
in those tough choices and uncomfortable spaces that we go to. Now, if you're sweating bullets and about to hit the off button, please hear me out. I'm not suggesting you give everything up and live like a monk or live in a van for that matter. But I am suggesting that taking inventory of your life, prioritizing what's important, both the tangible and the intangible, and cutting out the rest, or at least what's in your control, it can have a huge impact on your life in ways you can't even imagine right now. When I came to the decision to change direction in my career, there was another big part of this for me. I mean, aside from being an essentialist and a minimalist, I also have a a deep passion for the outdoors. And it's something that has been hugely important to me really since the time I can I could walk. I just love being out there. It's my sanctuary. It's it's where I feel the most peace and the most grounded. And I'll be honest with you, we're not doing a very good job of taking care of her. In fact, we're pretty shitty stewards when it comes to protecting the place that provides us the air we breathe, the food we eat, and the water we drink to sustain us. You know, our need for more of everything is destroying her. Now, believe what you want about our impact on climate change. I'm not, I'm not going to get into that argument. However, there is no denying the damage we've done and are doing, continue to do, all in the pursuit of what? Of having bigger houses, of having more stuff, of, you know, it's just it's unnecessary. And the reality is we're not even happy. It doesn't make us happy to have all that stuff. The good news is there's still time to make it right, but we do need to act now. And that's why I'm here. You know, this is my mission to help you change your life and also to make change in the world, to help the planet. Now, if what I've shared resonates with you, please do subscribe and come back next week. I have an arsenal of systems and tools that will help you transform your life in every way. Everything from your health, your finances, your relationships, and more. And it all comes down to letting go of the unimportant to make way for what really matters. I want to really thank you for joining me today. And I hope you'll join me next time to learn more about having less and loving it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Joyful Minimalist. If you enjoyed what you heard, please do share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can reach me directly at katewolf.com. And be sure to check out the full show notes and extra resources while you're there. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next week.